What is going on everybody and welcome back to Gamer Credit. Today we have a E3 special review, whatever you want to call it. We're going to be talking about E3. Before that though, let's introduce the players. Player 1, BP. Yo, yo, what up everybody? Kid, what's happening? Oh man, you know, just living off this uh, hype from E3, man. Living off the hype, buddy. Hey man, one of us is so far at least. Thanks. Oh, buddy, I think I might be the only one. Speaking of which, player two, Captain Star Child. How's it going, everybody? And yeah, that was a lot of hype. I agree. Okay, okay. Got a halfway one. Okay, I'll, I'll take that. And then, of course, player three is your boy, Kid Dream. Before we get into it, though, does anybody have a gaming moment of the week? Mm. I gotta stop forgetting about this. Uh, let me see. Nice. Searching the database in my head. Well, I'll start while you guys are thinking. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just want to let the audience know that I have uh, reaffirmed my love with um, Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, boy. Uh, I have uh, I resubbed over the weekend because it is a, a monthly subscription, subscription MMO and uh, have been addicted ever since. I had to taught myself away from playing it to make this episode but uh i try to make it guys i will try to make it <laughs> we, we feel your pain man <laughs> yeah, so what's what's new with it um just some friends wanting to hop in and play it uh mm. and i've been on a really i've had i've had a really bad mmo itch these past few weeks okay. so I've, I've been really wanting to play something and this is i think like my favorite mmo um i mean as far as new stuff we are getting an expansion later this year Nice. So I do want to try to get through all of the other expansions and get kind of caught up. So when it comes out later this year, I'll be ready to experience it brand new because this, I think Final Fantasy 14 is probably the second biggest MMO in the world. Of course, behind World of Warcraft. Of course. Yeah. That giant. Yeah. That's map popular. <laughs> it's, 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 it's up there, which is surprising. Oh, is it GTA? No, pick that back. That is not the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See where you're going, but no, 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 no. So, what what about you, uh, Star Child? Did you? Oh man, I'm just wasting my life trying to get those golden weapons in the Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got no player. Yeah, yeah. I don't got any type of uh, story to tell other than I will at some point announce when I have these golden weapons. How close are you? Um, I don't want to um, jinx it. <laughs> right, say okay. that I see, I see some horizon happening. I'm, I'm near something, but I don't want to jinx it because we have a rule. Don't want to sound too positive when playing games because that hurts you more than helps you. So that is the rule. That is the rule. Okay. Definitely. All right. Oh man. Um, the only one I can think of is an old one. Uh, I'm trying to actually remember if we did we even really talk about Resident Evil Village. I don't think we no, really we have not. That I don't think we're not winning any part of the show. Right, um, right. Was released. So, um, what my moment is, and it's kind of old um, at this point, but still, um, would it be probably the most terrifying part of a game that I've ever played, which was in Resident Evil Village. Um, I'm not sure. Should I kind of go into it, man? You know, I'm no, we're still in the spoilers. Just say spoilers. Yeah, say spoilers and then count down to five and if they're still listening, <laughs> it's all them. And it's their own oh, fault, man. okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can do that. So, you know, so as, as uh, Star Child just simply said, uh, spoiler ahead. So, like you said, you know, turn it off now if you don't want to hear the spoiler on it. But um, here we go. 
So basically, it came down to this part where you enter the um, dollhouse. I can't remember the name. Was it late, uh, Benevicio? I can't remember. I don't know how to pronounce that yeah, name. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> I just gave up. Hey, so it's like, I don't even know how to pronounce Lady <laughs> D's name. <laughs> fair. Fair, sir. Um, so it was a part in there, basically, that, and just, I'm not going to waste too much time, but bottom line is you end up going down this dark hallway, and, and the whole atmosphere is just spooky. Like, just, you don't know what's going to happen. You just, just keep expecting something to pop out, and it never does, and it keeps teasing you. And then finally, it's the big reveal where out of the shadows, you see like this ginormous baby like creature thing. And man, mm-hmm. when I tell y'all this thing was scary and, and kid, kid knows what I'm talking about. I mean, this thing was yeah. terrifying, man. I, I I mean, I went and hid f- from it. And I swear I did. You mean real out. life? You mean the game? Oh, I mean, yeah, I could <laughs> I if, if I could have did both. <laughs> I mean, I probably would have. I mean, I was I mean, my family can tell you I was terrified, man. My face. Uh, said it all um but yeah i must have sat in that uh closet in the game for like maybe about a good 20 minutes maybe oh, maybe i'm exaggerating on video okay. uh, <laughs> yeah hey i might be exaggerating but it was it was for a while man i, I was just like man they they need to chill out with that <laughs> that was part was indeed scary oh man like i said hands down probably the scariest thing i've ever played Part man, it sounds scary, man. You know, I have a baby that size. How much food it eats? How much money that gonna cost? Yeah, and I oh, mean, man. yeah. <laughs> Bump so, that baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hands down. So, but you know, speaking of uh, hands down, E three. Before we get to, I would say probably the two better conferences we can touch first on the smaller ones or the ones that weren't received too well because to be honest most of the conference didn't really have a whole lot to share um mm-hmm. i guess we can kind of like run through them real quick i mean you know we had ubisoft capcom um square enix any anything uh catching anybody's fancy just yet did you say gearbox? Um, oh yeah gearbox yeah did not but sure gearbox <laughs> um Trying to think, you said Cap. Did you say Capcom? I, I must have missed that. If you did, and you didn't say Cap- Ubisoft, and that's the other one. Uh, Ubisoft, yeah. right? True, that's another one. Um, I know there's others. Uh, those are usually the main ones that pop out immediately. I'm trying to think, like indies, indie developers. Um, uh, uh, yeah, we can we can just kind of spitball it. Yeah, we can come around. Okay, well, while you're a lot of thinking, uh, I did want to point out Square Enix Conference because I did watch that one. Um, I will say I liked how they started it because they started with a, a new announcement, the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, and I did like how they did transition to showing off raw gameplay. I thought that was a nice step. Um, okay. But then I realized that was half of the conference. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so going back to what you said with Guardians of the Galaxy, because I kind of heard, you know, and I saw a little bit of the footage, but I'll be honest, I wasn't paying too much of attention to it, but I, I'm hearing kind of a mix about it. You know, some people were thinking it looks interesting and others were saying it kind of fell flat, like maybe some now, of the jokes weren't landing or something. So here's the, here's the weird thing. So yeah. I saw the actual, what was it? Square Enix, um, presentation of it mm-hmm. and I was not excited about it at all. But then, for some odd reason, when Nintendo Switch revealed that that game oh, is also buddy. coming to their platform, 
the game makes it looks better for me with the mindset on how it can actually be a cross-platform game but the switch actually can actually play this game like that's that's the only thing that made me interested in it is that it is on the switch and that's weird because if the game is not a good game i don't care what system it's on mm. but something just about certain games making it to a certain platform makes the game better and i think this is one of those games that's not going to be well received on anything other than something that's handheld just thrown out there okay but did it have any kind of fun elements that you pull from it at all i mean they show a little gameplay. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, well, they can, show quite a bit. Should, I saw. I seen a little, I, quite a I little saw bit him walking around the world and stuff. But <laughs> I don't think I've seen anything else. Yeah, they transitioned that to gameplay. They started walking around, then you know some cutscenes, and then it was some gameplay, some actual combat, and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I must have had that a the ADD moment and just turned from it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Probably. I, I will say I was excited when I saw the announcement. But then when I actually saw the raw gameplay, I was like, huh, interesting. I, I need to, it seems like more of something I need to get my hands on and really kind of play because mm-hmm. it, the way like you, because you play as uh, Star-Lord and you kind of mm-hmm. coordinate with the other teammates um, and you kind of give them different commands and the way it was kind of being shown off, it was, it looked a little janky, but I want to kind of play it and see it for myself. Right. First. But I, I was surprised that it actually is coming out this year, October. So yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, cool. So, yeah, that's, that's a cool surprise. <laughs> yeah. What would have been um, a cooler surprise is if the reveal was Star Child as the main character. Star Child. Oh, nah. my God. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Well, good thing y'all said something because I was like, wow, that felt really flat. So just <laughs> <laughs> oh, moving <man>. on. <laughs> um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, they didn't really show too too much else off. Um, I was really kind of hoping to see Final Fantasy 16, but that was not yeah. mentioned at all, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I, which is you know, it's probably still a little bit of ways away, and because of it, of it, the deal going on with Sony, Sony might want to save it for their um, events and everything like that, and so mm-hmm. maybe that's another reason why they didn't show it off either. But you know. It is what it is. You know what they did? On that note, though, they did go into the, uh, what was that, that Final Fantasy Origin? Yeah. Yeah, I'm missing the yeah. first part of it. Some, I think Stranger of Paradise, something like that. Yeah, some really weird. Strangers of, yeah, Stranger of Paradise. Yeah. yeah. Final Fantasy Origin. Which I'm hearing that didn't, something about they dropped the demo, and apparently the demo's not working. Did y'all hear that? Yeah. No, I, I have not. Yeah, I know they were working on a fix. I don't know if they have fixed it, but yeah, there was uh, some technical difficulties with the demo. And uh, I don't know, man. That's that's not really good. I mean, especially in this day and age, you know, where we're getting the releases of broken, you know, games and the promises of, oh, we'll fix it later. And so you're like, hey, you know, check out this demo. You know, we think you might enjoy it. And then the demo's broke. I mean, that's that can't be good. I mean, well, even that being I mean, as, as bad as still. it. Yeah, being a, as bad as that is of a demo not working, the game itself just did not look polished for what they were showing. So I wasn't mm-hmm. even impressed by that game. Because Final right. Fantasy, when you think of that name, comp- like when they did these remakes, you think anything new should look better than the remakes. And this thing would touch the remakes. So mm. well, it's, I, I it's would, weird. I would caution against that because this is more of a, a side story rather than a mainline Final Fantasy. 
Because if, if it was that if it was, the graphics, if it was FF sixteen, absolutely, you're right. You would expect them to do better. But since this is more of a side tale and not the next mainline entry, then yeah, I, I would. I mean, not necessarily they are downgrading the graphics, but uh, you know, it's a, a more of a side thing instead of the main flagship. So here's the here's the thing though. It looks like they're hurting the brand when they do stuff like that. You do, you don't slap Final Fantasy on anything you want to slap it on. Like if it's Final Fantasy currently, that brand means that the graphics should look top notch. And have you met Konami? machines. I mean, I hate to say, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, they're making some money off of those, so I ain't gonna be mad with them. Yeah, I mean, but, but he makes. Go ahead. I'm sorry, kid. I just I just wanted to circle back to something you said, VP, about um, the demo because I think actually mm-hmm. uh, to kind of uh, clarify a little bit more, I think it's actually the alpha is what this is. Okay, yeah. And so not not that I necessarily excuse it being rough, but right. if it's if this really is an alpha, you know, representation of the game, then to me that's fine because it's it's not even a beta yet; it's still the alpha. So it's they're really point. just giving us a really early look inside it, which. As long as they take this feedback mm. and use it, I'm fine with it. But we'll just have to wait and kind of see. Yeah, and it's a good point. And I think, honestly, um, that's kind of would be typically the standard uh, for that kind of thing. I just feel like it's it's nerve-wracking given the climate we're in because people are already at that moment. And, I mean, well, you know, at the um, they're already on the edge, you know, with these broken yes, releases. And so something like that, I just feel like ooh yeah that's definitely a, like an oversight on somebody's part you know because again granted you're totally right about that you know and the fact that yeah hey, it's alpha you got to give them some, some leeway but how much leeway would they get from people given how they feel like currently about you know these matters so it's just dangerous just dangerous but hopefully you know i mean i'm trying to be optimistic about it they can kind of pull it off because from what i hear is it does have some cool concepts i guess um but we we still definitely need to wait and see you know when that demo you know starts working i guess yeah yeah we actually uh this was actually rumored a couple uh weeks ago before e3 it was it's supposed to be a more of an actiony um entry in the final fantasy uh area mm-hmm. um i think kind of reminiscent of like a neo or dark souls type game but from what I heard, uh, a little bit easier than you know, a Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> not quite Souls like, um, huh? <laughs> yeah, not not quite. Which is thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not everything needs but, to be uh, that. Yeah, but it was really edgy, and I get the sense that the main character does not like chaos. <laughs> <laughs> and that if you watch the trailer, because I think he said chaos like fifty times. So yeah, and I remember. Um, I remember seeing. I think Yong Yeah did a video about that. Um, Cause I think he was talking about the state of the demo, and he did mention that part about Are you chaos. Yeah, <laughs> I'll kill chaos. Okay, calm down. Yeah, we get it. I think that was okay. like, hey man, superb writing. I get it. Yeah, uh, basically, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and then and, and definitely, and internet definitely uh, acknowledged that too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so one of my disappointments was, uh, you know, Kojima, because usually when you hear his name, you're thinking he's working on the next big project for his company. So Silent Hill. <clears throat> but no, that's not what he's doing. He's just doing his director's cut for Death Stranding. Yeah. Yay. Hmm. Yay. yeah. <laughs> this man right here. <laughs> I mean, E3 was just like swinging it out the, the, the field, man. It's just. <laughs> well. A bright side of E3, 
uh, for a lot of people, maybe not for a lot of people here, but we got <laughs> gameplay and the release date of Elden Ring. I did not see that trailer or gameplay. Um, I actually feel bad because okay. I somehow missed that too, which is weird because I was in there, this, you know, and it was... this. So this was technically a part of the game, um, game Summer Game Fest that Jeff Keighley does, the guy who does the, uh, the Game Awards show. Right, mm-hmm. Um, and so this technically happened like last Thursday on like a pre E3 stream type deal. I can't remember exactly what it was called. Oh, okay. Um, and it was, it was shown off there. So it was, I mean, it was a part of E3, but technically a little bit separate from E3. So, you know, got you, got you. Oh, that's a shame. I mean, I knew that there was talks about it. I just, I just, when you said it, I started thinking, like, yeah, I don't, I don't remember seeing that, but it was the talk, you know, like people were, cause you know, they've been excited about it already. Um, yeah, and so it's just. Been- Silent. Yeah. Yeah. Since it was announced. Yeah. So uh, I'll definitely have to go back and check it out then. Um, I guess I got in too late, obviously. But yeah, that that's coming out this January. This coming January. So not not too much longer. Yeah. So right, so this looked good. Hmm? You said it looks good. I just said the gameplay looked good. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Like, uh, I guess I was thinking, like, you know, do we? Well, do we want to? kind of go over some of the others or did we want to kind of jump into you know maybe what was the what do we feel was the biggest waste of time from what we saw or let's stick to our opinions on the whole purpose with e3 sure. um, from now going forward because yeah, yeah. if we keep going down all the games you know it's just i'm just gonna make everybody just get sick and tired of me <laughs> complaining so oh man <laughs> so um i mean you know they because i know i was hearing about the capcom well Kind of like, and and I saw a little bit of the Capcom, and honestly, it it wasn't really strong, from what I what I remember. Uh, I mean, they talked about the DLC for Resident Evil Village, which I mean, it's great, you know, but you you know, you kind of expect that to be a normal thing. Yeah, you know, like uh, hey, we'll just mention it outside of E3 at some point when we're ready, more ready to talk about it. So, thought that was and interesting. That's my biggest complaint. Like the type of caliber of games that they used at this E3 event, just to me felt like they just didn't have to just have E3 at all. They had just done these type of announcements, just the normal way they have always done it. E3 was supposed to be a big announcement type of platform mm-hmm. in none of these games, besides Halo Infinite, which again, that's a whole other story. But there's <laughs> no big big announcements like i just felt so underwhelmed with this e3 and again just just so that i can add some reality to this this is during a pandemic this is them trying their best to offer uh you know customers and gamers something during this time period so i appreciate their effort but i don't think that most of these companies truly have anything to show because of the pandemic i mean they're trying their best to do what they can to make games, mm-hmm. but it's it's the stress levels and the lack of, uh, I guess, access to the workers being able to do the same type of caliber and speeds that, as they were pre the pandemic. It's it's showing. I mean, this, yeah, this COVID pandemic thing just you know we just can't ignore it. This this industry was impacted just like every other industry. Mm-hmm. Well, and I just 
What? No, I was gonna say, what do you feel, kid? But you, you, you're right. You gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, um, I completely disagree with the underwhelming part of the announcements when it comes to the la- uh, two other bigger uh, conferences. That being, we were kind of shying away from them, but Nintendo and Microsoft. Um, and I do think uh, this year, definitely, I think uh, Xbox, Microsoft, they knocked it out the park. It was a home run for them because. Uh, not only did they have a lot of things to finally show off, you know, coming to Xbox because it's kind of been quiet the past few years, um, but they emphasize how important in, to them Game Pass is as, as a as a product that they offer because every single game that they announced um, that was there. So they announced thirty, or they showed off thirty games. Twenty seven of those games are going to be coming to Game Pass day one, and a lot of them. Um, were, are going to be like you know, some of the bigger games coming out these next within the next year or two, and it was it was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, okay. they, they had they had some interesting moments uh, with the Microsoft thing because I do remember seeing something like was it uh, Jack Sparrow that was going to be popping in? Oh too? yeah, oh, I was but, thinking um, wait, that. Wait, 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 yeah. you were excited about that? Seriously? Well, I. The- I was at. Um, I'm sorry. What's the game? What's the game called though? Um, the both. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Like that game has been, you know, it has a it has a fan base now. It it, it kind of grew. They fixed some things to it. Mm, it's like did. a cult. It's like a cult following to it now. But don't announce DLCs in E3. I, I'm <laughs> I'm just I'm just tired. I'm telling you, this like those are things you an- announce just because. Like that's just normal stuff. Mm-hmm. E3 is supposed to be big announcements. DLCs are not big announcements. Mm. Mobile gaming games, not big announcements. Mm. I I just was hoping for the heyday of what E3 represented when it came to the top-notch announcements from the gaming community. And that's... I did not feel inspired this time around to... Like, as a gamer, been playing games since 8-plus, I feel like the the industry is dying and i don't want to make this show about my opinions on gaming industry but i'm just (laughs) i just felt like this e3 was gonna rekindle some hope in me about something especially with nintendo hope like i was hoping they were gonna hint at some type of new console coming up but they didn't want to touch that but i was hoping for something big from e3 and this is my personal belief nobody offered anything big they offered things but i'm not excited gotcha uh well let me say um there was a couple of things i want to touch on when you what you were saying um uh, but let me circle back to the see if these things yeah the dlc part so um you know because i agree with you on the fact that you know you probably shouldn't you know bloat the conference with DLC, um, I absolutely do agree with that. You know, just not too much of it. Now, if, you know, as a sprinkling here and there, like to give that example of Sea of Thieves with Jack Sparrow, I thought that might have been just a like, little nice, cool thing to do um, for it. You know, I mean, don't obviously center the whole or a lot of the time on it or presentation on it, but just, you know, kind of throw it in there as a little fun surprise or whatever. Um, I think something like that could be could work. Um, and it certainly got my uh, interest. I mean, I wasn't I won't say I was excited for it but it did catch my eye like oh wow that's pretty cool like pretty cool they would do that um so yeah definitely you know just kind of keep it you know short and just kind of like fun just like you know add a little extra fun factor to it um yeah 
Now, you mentioned the mobile game thing, which, while I do agree with you, um, I was wondering, like, like, well, kid, for you, what do you think about that, the fact that mobile gaming was a focus of E3? Do you think that has a place in that event, or do you kind of feel like Star, and it's like, no, you don't really need to do that? I mean, yes and no. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I hate to say it, Star, but unfortunately, mobile gaming is huge especially in other markets mm-hmm. mainly oh. like uh oh, over there in the east yeah uh you know china japan like that they, oh they believe me it's so big in my household it's big in my household my mom oh. sits on that phone and plays yeah. this game. <laughs> <laughs> they, good, they yeah. make so much money off mobile these days it right. is insane and so but not only that i mean a lot of people do prefer or enjoy playing mobile games so at, at the end of the day, no. Do I want my heart or my my regular gaming to be mobile focused? No. But would I mind more uh, mobile games that have uh, that have more polish and design into them? No. You know, a prime example for me it would be Genshin Impact that came out last year mm-hmm. uh, was cross release between PC and mobile um, and consoles as well and. To be honest, did I play it much on mobile? No, but the fact that it was there and I could play it or I could come home and play on my PC or, or my PlayStation or Xbox, whatever, I did have that option. And so, I, I mean, I think, you know, they could probably could talk a little bit less or if they're going to show off stuff, you know, make it a big mobile announcement, you know, something crazy big. But, I, I mean, you know, it's... Some people like it, some people don't. It's, you know... I have my suspicion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like with Nintendo, you know, Nintendo, like about five years ago, pulled from the E3 altogether and started doing a whole treehouse events. I mm, felt like yeah. that shifted how everyone else were wanting to do their own announcements, because I heard it's very expensive to even buy into E3 to even have, you know, some type of floor for your own game or your own console. So well, if these companies, imagine. yeah, I say like, these companies can cut that cost and just do it on their own, yeah. So I'm. This is my suspicion. This E3 was self sabotaging. These mm. companies don't want to show their big titles on E3. They are going to show something else this year, and they're going to, you know, basically blow our minds later on this year to where we will start saying next year. Well, I'm bothering E3. Half the games that were great that they announced weren't even shown in E3. So, mm-hmm. why E3? And, and so, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just saying, start back with the conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh, man, we missed it. Let me tell you. <laughs> I always love it. Every time he does, I'm like, oh, well, I can't wait. Every time, every time. <laughs> I want to hear this. Um, but no, I, I just to piggyback off of what you said, Star, and see, that's kind of been my impression of E3 for some years, guys. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I don't get excited for E3 anymore. And be honest, most of the time I tend to forget that it's a thing until I see like an advertisement or somebody just kind of has an off discussion on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that is right. That was a thing. Um, and, I, you know, I don't mean any disrespect by it, but the way I look at it and mind you, this is probably going to be the craziest way of, you know, um, you know, presenting an analogy of it. But the way I look at it is kind of similar to my experience at the movie theater where, you know, I couldn't wait to go to the movies, majority of it for, I mean, because the majority of it for me was all about the trailers, mm-hmm. um, you know, just to kind of see that promise of what's to come. And, you know, because trailers are exciting, you know, you don't get much of it. And that's the point. Well, nowadays, I mean, that's arguable because um, sometimes you get the full movie from a trailer. But 
Um, oh, but back then, you know, it was just so cool to see, oh, this is coming out or they were, they were working on this movie. Oh man, that, you know, that's just going to be amazing. Like, you know, it just gets you hype. And then for me, you know, the whole YouTube thing kind of kicked off heavy. And then all of a sudden you start seeing movie trailers on it, you know, that you would normally see in theaters. And then, so then by the time I made it to the movies, I'd already be, would have saw like 90% of the trailers, you know? And right. so it's like everybody else around me gets excited. I'm just the one sitting there like, oh yeah. Hell yeah, I, I, I remember that. I saw that like a couple weeks ago or a month ago or something. Uh, so for me, that's kind of like how E3 was. And again, I know it's probably a bad analogy because I know of E3, you do get exclusive things released there. But, you know, just between like the rumors I'd get or just between like, you know, other maybe smaller announcements or developers that were formerly with the company that were hinting at things to come, you know, with all that, it just there would be no surprise for me, you know, uh, whenever an E3 moment happened. Uh, maybe they would eke in, uh, um, eke in a couple of things that would throw me off or excite me, but for the majority of it, I'm like, oh, I heard of this, or oh, yeah, I kind of suspected, you know. I just really, it just felt flat. So, I mean, I don't know what else they could do to it to, you know, uh, change it or to, to, to bring innovation or just to kind of change the landscape of it. You know, I'm not really sure there's much to be done, but I'm not sure, man. Yeah, I, declining, man. It's, it's kind of declining like, every year, and it's kind of like what you said just now. It's like you know, maybe companies are doing that purposely, not showing games and stuff off because they are understanding that maybe it's not the thing it once was. You know, because we can do our own thing. Like look at Sony, look at Nintendo, um, and they can do something like that, and people will get drawn in anyway. So I guess they look at more of a. They maybe possibly I don't want to speak for them, but maybe they look at it more as like what is it gonna really do for us yeah, you know for the exposure that e3 used to do you, like the whole purpose of e3 was its exposure right like yeah. it, like back in, in in our day you know gaming was still kind of one of these things that was shown like people was like oh you play games you still think you're a kid yeah so, oh yeah so e3 yeah so e3 gave us some form of um community so when we got together we were you know we were all nerds able to enjoy something together and we felt empowered at that time but e3 has became more of a corporation Mm. To where it's it's like with any other company, when it gets too big, it falls and mm -hmm. and it's it's falling. <laughs> I mean, I don't see E3 lasting much longer, and this is not because I don't want to see it. I want to see E3 survive and and, and you know evolve. But yeah. these companies, they can save money now. Again, pandemic, they are not producing the type of games they want to produce the, the, and the quality and the quantity and quality they want to produce because of the restrictions due to, you know, all the different COVID things. So to save money because they're not going to be making as much money, they're going to make the easier games that they can do cash grabs with just for now, just for now, mm -hmm. once the industry, the industry bounces back, I think we should be seeing some great announcements down the line, but Man, this COVID thing. I just just can't wait for the world to to get past this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So on a brighter news. Nintendo? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Nintendo? Yeah. So I don't think, well, at least I hope nobody's surprised from this, but I wanted to touch on, because we finally got uh, some information about the whole Microsoft Bethesda acquisition because they started the conference with the Bethesda. Mm -hmm. um, 
with Starfield, which we finally have uh, a release date for, but I am a little disappointed that it didn't show any gameplay. But mm. okay, fine, we got a release date, and then we still have time. Um, but they did confirm that not only is that exclusive to Xbox, you know, for console anyway, but then they ended the conference with a new Arcane Studios game, which is a one of the uh, studios under Bethesda, the people who made Dishonored one and two. Um, they ended that with an, a new announcement uh, from them, and that again was confirmed to be an Xbox console exclusive. Mm-hmm. Is anybody surprised? I hope not. Mm, no, no, not no. really. Um, I mean, it just makes sense. It's quite an investment they put in there, and while yeah. I'm sure they wanted to play, you know, play, you know, friendly, because you know the console wars really aren't as they were, and quite, quite frankly, a lot of them are kind of looking past it. But at the end of the day, it's still an investment that Microsoft put in yeah. there, you know, and it's gonna, oh yeah, and it's gonna be in their best interest to really do that. And I know a lot of people probably were upset. I think people were probably upset about that whole thing with Star Star. Um, Starfield, but I mean, it is what Starfield? it is. Huh? And getting Starchild mixed up with Starfield. I, you saw that, right? I was. I don't know what it was, but it yeah. was just my brain wanted to say, "Say child, say child, say child." I was like, no, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, we're recording. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I mean, yeah, you, you're right. It does suck. You know, I do feel the pain for the Sony people mm-hmm. um, who who now won't be able to experience uh, Starfield and um, the new Arcane game um, and possibly more. Uh, but I mean that's 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 what happens when you know these companies buy other companies, and um, I I still think this is going to lead to them making a better quality product because Bethesda was kind of losing it, and I'm really hoping Microsoft will kind of get them in shape and say, hey, look, that ain't gonna fly. Hold on, hold on. Let's just look at Microsoft's history. Has okay. Microsoft yeah. ever got anyone into shape when they purchased them? Yeah. Mm. Ooh. You got rare. They got them into shape. We're mm, right downhill. I mean, technically, for all the games they used to make for Nintendo, I mean, they have not been doing that same thing since. Well, yeah, it, see if these is doing good. I was gonna it's say now, it, it's now doing good. That yeah. game did not start off good at all. Yeah, right. and and the thing is, you're right. Um, but the thing is, you know, see these is kind of a is it well kind of it's, it is a thing that's going pretty strong with the community. Uh, but I do see your point of the level that rare was cuz you know rare was very revered you know um back then from they were, what i remember they were breaking technology rules man yeah. they were making games that should not even run so I, on the n64 man like, yeah so i definitely get what you you're getting at you know with that but i think by default i mean at least they've kept them afloat i guess is the best way i could kind of oh man i mean you know you know they're there i mean but i just don't think anybody cuz i don't really re- hear a lot of people just mentioning rare like they once did you know so again they're they're staying afloat with sea of thieves and i'm sure they got some other thing down the line but i like your too. pun with that too <laughs> <laughs> totally by accident um but, but so just i'm just trying to look at it from kind of a both standpoint of you know you know kids write about the fact that they do have that sea of thieves going and you know so technically they're there it's just they're not at that level that they once were i guess if that makes sense at least just yeah, from but- a just at least from a public outlook not not necessarily yeah, I, I, i'm not trying to be the batcher of, of microsoft i'm, I'm gonna also <laughs> batch i'm gonna also batch nintendo once we get to that topic too because <laughs> i'm a little upset with their e3 mm-hmm. but i understand why everybody's doing the e3s the way they're doing it so mm-hmm. shouldn't be too upset 
Well, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh no. Uh, well, go ahead. Go with what you say first. No, go ahead, sir. All right. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, just dip into like the one presentation I thought was kind of a really big waste of time. And mind you, again, I didn't see everything, but for me seeing this part, I was like, ooh, like, and that was the gearbox, I guess, showcase. Because mm. um, from what I saw, they really just talked about the Borderlands movie. Am I correct? I'll be honest, I didn't even look at it. I, I, say, I <laughs> don't even remember. Case in point. Yeah, I don't remember Gearbox's um, presentation. Because I remember looking and I said, oh, it's Randy Pitchford. Okay, and what's, oh, the Borderlands movie. All right. And they kept going on about it for what I, and then I think Kevin Hart popped up and was, I guess they were kind of interacting. Kevin Hart? And, yeah, because oh, he's man. supposed to be in a movie, so. He had popped out of the trailer, and I, they just had like this discussion, which I, it kind of turned a little awkward to me. Yeah, I, I just went on Google just to see if I can kind of get a, a highlight on the Gearbox thing. In the first article, Forbes, Gearbox may have legitimately had one of the worst E3 shows in history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, I was like, I don't want to say that. I just thought it was really a big waste of time because I'm like, I, what else is going on here? Like, you're talking about the movie. But I, I, what is that? I, I don't know. I, I, you know yeah. Maybe I was missing it. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> so, needless to say, I didn't stay around long after I saw that. Like I said, it got awkward. But, you know, the discussion between him and uh, Kevin, uh, Randy and Kevin, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go and find something else. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> no, I, hmm? no, I'm sorry, uh, kid. What are you about to say? I was just gonna say I thought the Nintendo one was pretty good though as well. Okay. All right, cool. Now, now can I go put my burn into Nintendo? <laughs> oh, so, boy. All right. this would be interesting. I want to hear this. So here's my thing. I was excited with the Nintendo uh, announcements. I'm not gonna knock it. Their games look amazing still, but you don't use your E3 to uh, announce your next DLC fighter for Smash Bros. You just <laughs> You don't. Nintendo is holding a lot of things back because they're not going to use E3 for their announcements. So, but they did have a great one. That Metro Prime Dread. I was not expecting that. I only. I, I missed the rumorville on that. I did not know that was even being produced at all. Same here. In the game. Hmm. I was just saying. I don't think anybody really. Yeah. That was lit. Yeah, yeah. and that's. And that's what E3 is. That moment when they revealed that game, that's E3. That's the history of E3 where these these companies throw out these surprises for you. And that was when I said to myself, Nintendo, even though they're holding back, they still understand what they can do with E3. That game looks amazing. Okay. But that was it. That was everything else I know about Breath of the Wild. Yeah, they show how the sky level is available now. But I'm like, I want to see window <laughs> that's true too that's true too 2022 that's a good way of looking at it right but i was hoping to hear more about the zelda 35th anniversary i mean they did show off the little game watch thing but if you're a collector that's exciting but i'm not playing that little thing that's that's no so i, I was not happy with any of these presentations but Again, I have my suspicions as to why. So, like, we probably said it. So, we're good. But yeah, I think the Nintendo one was pretty good. I think you know they talked about Breath of the Wild, which wish they would have shown off a little bit more. Maybe give you know better release date. But okay, fine. Maybe it's probably still a ways away. Mm-hmm. Um, Nothing Pokemon. Well, yeah, and that's what I was kind of telling BP earlier. I think uh, they had that new Pokemon Arceus coming out January, I believe. Hmm. But 
nothing. They didn't nothing. even mention it. Mm. As as well as the Domino Pro remakes coming out this nope. year. And I'm like, those remakes are gonna sell some money. So you think that? Just talk about that. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's that's right around the corner. And so I I was disappointed when it came to Pokemon because I do kind of want to hop back into Pokemon. I, I loved it as a kid. Mm. Um, and this, this new one they're making looks like uh kind of what I've always wanted Pokemon to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, and now that they're finally kind of moving on to you know better technology, I think it it could be that potentially. Uh, but um, yeah, it, they it wasn't. A whole lot, a whole lot of nice stuff. I mean, the Monster new Hunter. Fighter. Um, I can't even remember the attack for Monster Hunter. I was on not Rise. Rise? The one? It is okay. Cool. It was Rise, that yeah. that game looks great. The game, they show gameplay. I was like, oh wow, somebody's showing gameplay. Thank you. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm ex- <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Already out. So about months ago. Yeah, before the switch, you know, you want to see how that game should look. Like you want to kind of. <laughs> You know, so it's nothing excited me besides the Metro Dread. No Bayonetta. I'm like, yeah, no, that's what BP as well. No Bayonetta 3. And it's like, dang, mm-hmm, they yeah. still working on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, no that. Metro <laughs> Prime 4. I'm like, like, like these are like, I want to see the big titles, but E3 is no longer about that. So. Oh, we did, they did show off and give a release date for Shimigami Tensei 5. So I they am hyped did. about that. Okay. Because, uh, because uh, I don't know if you two know, but. Um, obviously, BP notes that I am a huge Persona 5 fan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, Persona is a spinoff series from Shimigami Tensei. Yep. And I've never played any of those games, but 5 is coming on the Switch, and I think it's a perfect time for me to hop in. There you go. Okay. It works out. Okay. So they showed gameplay and gave a release date, and it is coming out this year, which which I'm pretty pretty excited about that one. Okay. Well, so yeah. I was happy. Go ahead. I was happy about that. Oh yeah, yeah, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. So, so well, since you uh, kind of brought up something exciting that you're looking forward to, I will say that I was, I was really excited and thrilled about um, the Battlefield 2042. I'm not gonna lie. Yes. Uh, man, oh, it looked, my it God. looked absolutely amazing. Oh. Um, and I just oh, wasn't boy. expecting the level of. Uh, I mean, obviously the details gonna be there, you know, just for a Battlefield game and the scope of it, but. You know, the fact that they revealed the tornado, was it tornadoes? Yeah, that sandstorm. Oh, man. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? That's, I mean, I've always kind of wanted that. I know it sounds weird to say, but I just wanted, I always wanted something that would change the landscape and dynamic of the fight or the battle. Um, Just because, you know, I always feel like, you know, it could be too one sided if everything was kind of really at this core the same. So that I felt like would be great shake up. Uh, They even had something that looked like a grappling hook of some sort. Uh, they yep. had like the, yeah, and, and then they had like these uh, wingsuits, I believe. And yeah, those those yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, I was like, man, um, my son and I were just really kind of just in awe of it. So that that's the one I will say. Yeah, that was really really good. But remind, let me remind y'all now. This is Battlefield we're talking about. So how much of, of this game is going to be um, behind the paywall? Well, ah. Um, uh... Well, I mean, I don't think anything because, well, at least like for the game itself, because they did kind of uh, announce that for the next gen versions, because the uh, amount of players that can play on last gen and next gen are different. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I know uh, next gen consoles can hold more people. So mm-hmm. they are actually charging extra 70 bucks. Um for the next gen versions of it, whereas the last gen and PC are still at sixty bucks. Hmm. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's supposed to be just multiplayer, right? Yeah, there is no uh, campaign this year. It is all multiplayer, um, which is a lazy way of making money, man. People also yeah. still want to play stories. I mean, this... yeah, I was disappointed when I saw that, and I, I honestly, when I first saw that. I was like, oh, I, I'm probably not going to be too interested in the Battlefield this year. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw the gameplay, I quickly changed. I was like, yeah, I'm probably getting this. <laughs> and I want to hear the funny thing is I'm typically that guy, too, that if you don't have a uh, campaign, you know, because that, that's what I got turned off with, with, I think, Black Ops 4, I want to say. When they didn't have a campaign, I was like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good. But given that it's Battlefield, and I mean, I can't think of the last time Battlefield really had a strong campaign, per se. <laughs> Uh, I was a little yeah. bit more willing to say, you know what, I'll cut it some slack. I'm not, a, I'm, I'm still not on board with that kind of idea. I do believe that games like that should get campaign, a uh, campaign, but given it's Battlefield and majority of the time will be a multiplayer anyway, um, I'm a little bit okay with that, I guess, in this case. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and hopefully EA will kind of somewhat be easy with the monetization, um, and they'll kind of. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I, hopefully what they'll do is you want skins, pay us money. Okay, mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. But any new maps, any new modes, that'll be free. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I want to hope they do. Yeah. Um, I was kind of hoping that as well. But hey, another game coming out this year. So super hyped about that. Yeah. Nice. It's going to be good. Um, I will say real quick, I kind of want to, not to say rag, but. I was a little disappointed with Xbox uh, when it came to Halo Infinite because, you know, they have a lot of making up to do from last year's um, reveal of Halo Infinite and <laughs> the disappointment from a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I we knew Infinite was going to be shown off, but, you know, I really wanted to see kind of what, how they were going to respond to everything. Um, and they didn't, I mean, they showed small glimpses of gameplay here and there, um, but it mainly focused around the multiplayer. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, it, what we saw, to me, it did look good. It did look like Halo, but... I was kind of hoping for a little bit more raw gameplay, but they didn't feel necessary yeah. to show that off. It's it's technically um, PR one on one. Like this, act like the bad press never happened. They just <laughs> move forward and act like we don't want to still understand what went wrong. <laughs> like mm-hmm. like they just did not want us to touch on any of the old stuff. They just wanted to show us this new little you know cutscene, which the the cuts the, whatever that cutscene moment was looked amazing. But again, I kind of still want to see a comparison side by side. Like this is the same map from last year, but this is all the things we've done to make it look better. Like just give us some hope. And yeah, yeah, they kind of so kind of with the clean slate route. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And the multiplayer again is going to be free, so it's going to be interesting to kind of see how that plays out. But I think that's probably good step in the right direction um having your multiplayer be free and then you know charge people for the campaign or if they have game pass you know they get the campaign i think it'll be interesting to see how that works out oh, oh yeah. yeah um also isn't game pass being mentioned as being a app on tvs yeah yeah they're looking at um uh, putting it on tvs to start playing uh with game pass and also another big announcement that they made kind of like an interview uh, along with that is uh, Xbox wants to release a new first-party title every quarter going forward. Hmm. Which, um, given the <laughs> given the amount of games and everything that they announced, I think they're definitely on track to hit 
more than one every quarter. <laughs> but at least, yeah, definitely one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Microsoft is. Yeah, Microsoft is also selling pretty decent in Japan. I heard that too. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just saw that headline not too long ago. Yeah, kudos for Microsoft for being able to, you know, I guess stick in it, stick to it, because mm-hmm. I would thought they were giving up on the Japan thing, oh, but man. Uh, they stuck with it. They paid somebody off. Oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll say this. Uh the uh exclusive drought for games. Xbox, I think it's finally, finally over. I think going forward, we are now finally gonna you're gonna have reasons to either pick up an Xbox, or you know, have a PC Game Pass or whatnot. Because I think they're well, really E3 hasn't made me give any reasons yet. Uh, <laughs> man. Hopefully, Microsoft will have other announcements outside E3. Yeah, it's undoubtedly. Uh, um, yeah, they're definitely gonna have some more stuff. Um, at least from what I feel. So. Um, I mean, I'm trying to think what else kind of went down. I did see they showed, and this is a Ubisoft thing where they did the Rainbow Six Extraction. Um, yeah, that always changed the name. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what happened. Um, right. so I was kind of interested in that a little bit, uh, just because I like the idea of co- I just like co-op experiences, um, mm. especially going against like the you know um, computer or npcs or you know just battling that way instead of kind of like a team base you know because i mean i like games that do team because i play overwatch obviously but i do like the aspect of going against like you know like a uh challenge presented to players to you know work together and 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 and, uh, figure it out so yeah yeah so i thought that was pretty interesting um it was kind of (laughs) long um (laughs) it's just from what i saw of it I mean, just a little too long, um, you know, but... The the pacing was off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it was one of those, like, they build it as a tactical kind of, like, uh, approach. Like, you really have to make the smart choices. And, and it's fine. It's a great thing to have in the game. It's just, you know, it took its time. That's <laughs> uh, the best way I can put it. That's what, right? Yeah. It was just, like, a lot of, all right, let's go over here and clear this area out. Let's walk down this way. It was like, all right, you know, like, this is... Yeah, kind we of get it. Slow. <laughs> it's like I, I, I'll play it. Like it's one of those things where, like you know, uh, it's like you know some sports you'll you watch, but you you find yourself like I'd rather be playing this right now than watching it. Um, yeah. So it was just kind of like that. Yeah. So, final words on E three. Um, I mean, my opinion. Not really necessary, but, you know, we did get a couple of cool things from it, a, a good announcements. Uh, and, you know, for, for those who did enjoy and were excited about it, you know, I am grateful that, you know, they got to experience it. Um, just for myself, though, I'm just speaking for myself solely that I just felt like it was really not necessary. Um, they could have did it through, you know, some other times, which I'm sure they're going to do anyway. But, yeah. What about you, kid? As always, I love E3. It's always a great experience. I hope they continue doing it. Um, Microsoft, in my opinion, had the best conference. Nintendo came in second. Um, the other ones kind of need to pick it up. But again, with COVID and you know slowing down development time, I understand why some of the other conferences were a little bit or really lackluster. Um, so I'm hoping you know next year and the following year we'll definitely have uh, you know back to a more normal E3 kind of schedule with bigger. Uh, title shown off but as a whole i i mean i love e3 it's always a great time to be a gamer it always gets me excited go e3 
<laughs> Team E3, I love it. I love it. I said Go E3, but Team E3 is good too. No, when you said that, I likened it to you being oh, Team, Team E3. E3. Yeah, <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> so, Star? yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh what my you, god! What was, your, what was your final thought, mm-hmm. sir? Would you? <laughs> oh, you know what? I kind of wow. thought that was it. I thought we were done after that part. Wow. <laughs> oh, you heard my entire E3 review, man. I already well, said it. Well, just humor us and some, you know, sum it up. Just, right, you know. Let me sum it up. E3, <laughs> I have a Coke 45 bottle. I'm going to pour it out in my backyard for you because I don't think you're going to be around much longer. <laughs> wow. But I will miss you. I will miss you. Already, uh, then. I, oh, and man. again, Nintendo, your tree houses, stick to your, your platform because those are more exciting. Um, and that's it I got nothing else to say I wanted E3 to be amazing this year because they've been you know a lot of a lot of talk has always been around that E3 wasn't going to last and they did and I was excited but maybe it is time for something new and there it is alrighty then <laughs> great way to end the episode don't you guys think hey I, I, you know I mean if it ends with you know Star going out to pour out some Beverage, man. yeah, man. Like, I mean, <laughs> then hey, that's that's it. Sounds like an ending to me. <laughs> I don't know. Even Coke Forty Five, even in the stores anymore. I just, uh, uh, something more recent. I don't know. I maybe so, man. That might be a good move, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I hadn't really even looked at looked down that. What way. about Mad Cobras? Those still out? No, I don't even know what that is, sir. And that, oh, I guess man. I feel like I should. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I can pour out the Zimas I have. I got some Zimas, but, you know, I just going to keep going down the list of some yeah, old I was going to say, you are. <laughs> you put yourself out there, sir. I'll leave that to you. So, <laughs> kid, you know, we lost kid now. He's like, what? Yeah, it's time. Yeah, I don't know what y'all are referring to. <laughs> it's supposed to be more, like, family friendly. Uh, is that why, is that I why mean, we don't use our language? I mean, the kids know, don't they? Come on, I'm joking. But uh, it's yeah, uh, usually. But uh, I mean, you know, ain't like we're telling them to go drink it, right, Star? Ah, uh, right. E three was that bad. You gotta go drink, huh? Yeah, I'm still waiting for Star to kind of. Oh, he's gone. Me. He's oh, done. Families, <laughs> you know, they okay. They be fine. Ah, got it. Got it. Maybe fine. Maybe fine. Well, everybody, on that note, I think that's about it. Yeah, definitely appreciate y'all listening and, and, and checking us out over over time. And uh, hopefully you kind of hang in. I know we've been kind of last between episodes, but just appreciate y'all hanging in. And, hey, man, you know. But just hopefully y'all keep hanging on um, and we continue to move forward to try to grow the show. So we do appreciate y'all. And like always, love y'all. Stay safe. Yep, yep. Peace out. Are you doing crack bot? No. Remember, I'm recording through the other way, and it's already recording, sir. And last time you <laughs> do crack bot? Uh, no. I think you no. did do both before, didn't you? Mm-mm. No, yeah, that was during the test. No, no, that was during the testing um part that we got together oh, on. But okay. I decided against it because I was like, no, uh, just because I was worried that um I forgot what it was. It was something about either overlap or something, and I was like, I didn't want to do that. Alright, run that back, Turbo. I mean, it's recorded now. You might as well just do it. I mean, I can edit it. <laughs> or I leave it. I might leave it. I might leave it. Oh, no. Just not leave this. You don't want to leave this, man? Right. I mean, this is this humanizes us.
No. <laughs> One. All right. Action. 